Hey, why am I his sidekick, all right? How do you know he's not my sidekick? First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even the superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my most power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. Let's start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Betty. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks, Fresh Mr. Mashko. I almost forgot what I was supposed to say. Uh, you kick can- it. That's the thing yeah. you do. You kick it. Can I, though? Yes, you can. You're very good at kicking it. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm 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 pretty impressed. Like he was a soccer player in a former life. Not like, at all. Un- unquestionably, <laughs> he he kicks with that kind of vigor. Uh, and then we have Mr. Felix Hergood. This is Felix Hergood. I'm officially uh, upgraded to sidekick status because now they have me doing work here at the fireside. <laughs> you have been. We had a whole show. Like the first half of it was dedicated to talking about your sidekick status. Don't do that. You've been around too long. This is like when people who come to your house all the time are like, can I use the bathroom? Just go. Just use the bathroom. <laughs> You've been over here enough times that you don't need to ask permission. And that's how you are, Mr. Hurt. I know where it is. I know where the bathroom is. <laughs> Always uh, standing in it. He's a man of his word. He said on the the Eternals review that he would be back for the news. And, and here he is uh, in all of his... his Harry glory. I don't know if this and, is going and, on And YouTube, post but. that show. <laughs> post, post our amazing discussion. I still get angry at the at a slug line about Eternals where they were like, fans are not enjoying Eternals. And I'm like, even though you guys didn't remark, you know, for the most part, didn't enjoy Eter- Eternals. There's things you liked about it. Things you I didn't. enjoyed Eternals. You guys did not say that it was a bad movie, but there are still people out there who are going, that's a bad movie. I'm like, get the hell out of here. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, seriously, it was a good movie. It just great had- movie. It's not it's as great. good when you hold it against the Infinity Saga. It's just not, you know. Well, it's not. It's not even that. It's not as good. It's just different. Yeah. It's different. It's a different kind of good. So anyway, yeah. we're not. We're not doing that. We're, we're not tangent. We're not doing we're not you, you. You took us off. It's the Wednesday show. It's the Friday show. <laughs> I'm it's the new show. Is the new show. <laughs> yes, as we said, we were doing Eternals on Wednesday, so now we're doing our new show. Uh, and uh, yeah, we also held off on doing the news to be as accurate as uh, and current as possible. And yet, then we find out that that Disney's got a whole thing tomorrow, so you're going to know more about some <laughs> of this stuff than we do. But uh, but for right now, let's uh, we got plenty of things to talk about. We got the Aquaman, uh, and we've got a, a new Goblin for the Spider. We have a few uh, Hawkeye reactions. And and then, and then oh, and then, good. and then I say stuff. <laughs> uh, I, okay, and I'm here to talk about the Andor series, which is exciting. There's details about the, uh, the the confirmation on when the Andor series is going to occur. Uh, I guess I'm also talking about the boys. Am I, That's fine. The, I, we were just doing some clickbaity articles I, just to get people psyched I literally psyched don't out. know your. I don't know your structure. I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> I yeah. It's so funny. Multiple just for just a peek behind the curtain for everybody. Multiple times I was like, Moshko, this is the thing you're gonna say, and then Ryan is or there he is. This Felix is the thing that you're gonna say. Uh, yeah. What and, was that and, thing I you were going to say? I didn't hear any of Oh, Oh, we're talking about the Avengers game. Hey! Yeah. And, and the new announcement <laughs> for the Avengers game. <laughs> Spider-Man. 
So he's also going to talk about Star Wars in a little bit as, as well. Yes. Um, Sorry, I got but, so hung up on the Star Wars thing. So. I'm not. I'm not giving Mr. Her good tasks anymore. That's just not. That's not you what we're going to do. I just needed. We're to just going. I'm just going to throw stuff at him. No, it's more fun when you're not prepared. <laughs> it's off. You're the too cuff, in your head bro. when you're prepared. It's better off the cuff with you. Uh, yeah, all right, let's it. get into comic news. Uh, I'm going to fly through this because, to be fair, there's there, it's decent news, but there's so much in TV and movies that we need to get to. Some of this stuff is just kind of. It's cool. It's coming. It's 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 that. That's what it is. It's not. You know, it's not make it or break it or groundbreaking right now, but we did get a tease for DC for a new uh, Aquaman series, which is bizarre. Uh, that's coming in 2022, uh, and yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we need a team of Aquaman. Uh, d- d- do we know what the theme song is? Aquaman, Aquaman. It's raining. We're men, men Aquaman. Oh, We're men in tights. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> Actually, we're Aquaman men in tights. It's that's a pretty yeah. good one. <laughs> tight, tight, tights. Like, that's a tights, good one. Tights, tights, tights. That's a good one. They're in wetsuits. That's what yeah. they're in. Wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, that, there is, we don't have much. There's a logo that was sent out, um, and I believe, who is it, the writer? Or one of the uh, editors at Editor, DC? yeah. Was talking about it. And just that the idea is, is interesting. So it, I don't know. Some of the some of the people who are going to be working on that book have long term contracts that they're associated with. I don't know if that means that this is a book that you can expect for the future of DC or some fun that they're trying right now. But we got a team of Aqua people coming. That's that's what you, that's what I got for you. So let's move over into D, uh, Marvel news, and we do have a, a new character coming to Marvel. We did get a fun little tease about this called the Goblin Queen, and I kind of love how like you know how bats and clowns have become synonymous because of Batman. Like, mm-hmm. if I just showed you a picture of a bat and a picture of a clown, you're immediately going to go, oh, Batman. You could kind of do that with spiders and goblins. I feel like that's fair. You know what I mean? There's just been goblins have been so uh, important to the, the long-standing history of, of Peter Parker that uh, I think it's it would be ridiculous to think that we wouldn't be getting new goblins. And here we are with the Queen Goblin. So that we got a fun little tease on Twitter that said that the first goblin uh, brought tragedy. Uh, then you had the Pretender who brought Chaos, thinking, talking about Hobgoblin, and then you had the Symbiotes that brought Carnage, talking about Red Goblin, and then now they have all hailed their queen. So this is going to be the Queen Goblin uh, that's coming out in February's Amazing Spider-Man number 88, uh, and will apparently be a important character, at least for the, the next big story arc. So that's kind of cool. Definitely, if you're a collector, that's one of those books that's kind of a no-brainer, because God forbid, you know, if all of a sudden you find out that this character's got an MCU appearance or a Sony appearance, or the book is just good, <laughs> then, uh, then this is a, it's a collector's one for sure. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's the Goblin Queen. Uh, then after that, we have uh, a Marvel released a trailer for Avengers Forever, which is Jason Aaron's new book, which is the multiversal Avengers team. We talked about that before, but the trailer was very interesting. And it's on the show post if you want to watch it. But the trailer is interesting because they talked about how important Jason Aaron's work was uh, to Marvel and that mm-hmm. this is like his next big, huge change and that he has continually altered the landscape of Marvel and introduced new characters for like three huge arcs in a row. Um, so this is just his next big arc and seeing how much emphasis they're putting on Jason Aaron's I think is pretty uh, is pretty telling about how Marvel is treating specific creators under their belt like Donny Cates and and um, and Jason Aaron's I mean I guess that's true with with DC as well but I it's not something like we talk about DC doing that all the time we don't talk about Marvel doing that much you know what I mean like Marvel Marvel mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be Jonathan Hickman aside they don't seem to be as 
I don't know, excited about their the creative teams as much as I feel like DC is. Like DC has whole events just to talk Meaning about. Meaning it's more of like a workhouse. Teams. It's more of like a workhouse. I just like- think that DC Marvel and this is this is I think the company at large has the ability to do this because of how big they are. But I think the company mm-hmm. always believes that their characters are more important than the people working on them. Like this is oh. something that they've said with uh, uh, all the actors in the MCU is that like Iron Man is bigger than Robert Downey Jr. I would argue Robert Downey Jr. is why Iron Man is bigger than Robert Downey Jr. But um, they, in their head, they can replace an actor even though, even with backlash because the character is more important than the actor is. Look at Mark Ruffalo for prime example. So mm. they DC on the other hand, especially when they were losing the the we'll say the comic battle between the big two. Where Marvel was once the Disney deal came around, and Marvel started really jumping ahead of, of DC because the movies kind of dictated how well the company was doing. DC, when Rebirth came around, DC did like the entire event was just celebrating the creative teams and how many how many huge artists and writers that they locked down to to exclusive contracts at the same time. So it's interesting to see Marvel do that. Is just is really my point. But anyway. Um, all right, let's move on to some X-Men news um, real quick. Do you remember back, what was that? I don't know, half a year ago? How many, like six months ago? It's Longer been, than that? Yeah, year, it was like a year and a half ago? It's been a while. We did a few few different shows, and it came up a few different times, and I'm time still disappointed. Mean, time doesn't mean anything anymore. It's <laughs> true. Time has no relevance anymore. But anyway, we talked about how there was you literally could vote who the next X-Men was going to be. It was Polaris, it was Strong Guy, it was Banshee, it was Strong George, guy. it was Tempest. Um it was Boom Boom. Um the was the armored chick that makes like the the jelly kind of looking armor around her. Um what was her name? Slipping my mind right now. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, point being is all of the people who weren't picked and was it, was it Polaris who was picked? Wasn't like the most disappointing I'm person was picked. I'm pretty sure it was, it was Polaris. I think it was Polaris. Yeah. Uh, who is, who is Magneto light. I know a lot of people are going to be pissed that I said that, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's really what she is. Um, anyway, so she was picked to be, to join the roster of the X-Men. Well, now we have the secret X-Men team that is comprised of all of the rejects, which <laughs> makes a, a pretty good team. It's a pretty good team. It's a fun team. So yeah, that's a book coming on. That's you know they had in the this works. in mind from the start. This oh yeah, they're yeah hundred percent. They're doing it hundred percent. I don't even. Uh, so you're Polaris saying you're is- saying people voted on X Men to be a part of a team, and then and then basically they were just like Marvel was like, okay, well the people you didn't vote for, we still like, so we're gonna make them into a book. <laughs> yeah, uh, and quite honestly, I think who won was already in motion. Like, well, I don't think was, that was true. Really? I think, uh, yeah, I, I we talked about this on the, we did an entire show breaking down each one of the characters. Um, I think that the they had the, the first arc for X-Men already written. Because remember the Marvel method of they kind of just fill in word bubbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they just had a blank character. They had a concept for the story that was written that did not evolve, involve that character. Now, I didn't read the book to find out if I was right on this, so tell me if I'm wrong in the comments. But that character then was just replaceable with generic dialogue. Um, that had no bearing on the story whatsoever. Uh, and then after the character was picked, then they started working on the Secret Avengers book that actually now has personality between all of the leftovers. And then I bet you Polaris will play a bigger role moving forward, mm-hmm. but I, I, w- I'd be, I would put money that Polaris did not play a, 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 a crucial role in, the, in the, that initial arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but tell me if I'm wrong. Let's move into, um, into TV news. Oh, no, no. Before we do that, we got to do a quick thing on image. little follow-up. 
Yeah, we talked about this before. How the some uh, was it five, five or ten uh, employees? Yeah, yeah I that? think it was upwards of ten, maybe nine or ten. Well, they they released a statement saying that they were they they did not like the working conditions and they mm-hmm. didn't like having more control, creative control of the projects they were working on. Uh, so they wanted to create a union called the Comic Book Workers United, uh, and they had ten particular goals that they wanted to do. But essentially, they were saying, "Image, because you were founded by people who left the major two to for better working conditions for comic book creators you would obviously support this and it was a little it's a little suspect like the way that they it was all laid out it would be interesting to hear more from the people who wanted to create this it was a lot of tweets but it was still like some of it didn't really make sense but regardless image has come back out with uh, a statement of their own uh, and essentially saying that we're cool with you having representation uh, mm-hmm. as far as a union but you can't make your own Mm-hmm. So essentially what it looks like so there it's the uh communications workers of america they're cool with the cwa representing um the comic book workers for image as long mm-hmm. as what's the the NLRB, uh, yeah, national labor they? relations board if they're cool with it image yeah. is cool with it but they can't make their own essentially that's what yeah. i'm reading uh, what i'm getting from this that exact thing happened with the voice actors uh in regard to uh video games and cartoons they basically were like, we want our own union. And basically, the, all the companies shot back and said, well, the, the act, Screen Actors Guild already exists. You have to join that. Yeah, same idea. Move, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it would have been really interesting had they have backed it, but I don't think there was ever a universe where they did. <laughs> like, I feel like that, yeah. was, that was never going to happen. But, um, all right, let's move into some TV news. Real quick throwaway. Uh, today, f- or tomorrow for us, but today for you, is a Disney <laughs> event going on right now. So some of the stuff we're about to talk about is probably getting confirmed as you're listening to this, or shortly before, or shortly after. But um, some big things. Uh, first off, we got that Disney Plus day, um, which has uh, a couple. I mean, that's where we got Shang-Chi hitting Disney Plus for the first time. But mm-hmm. they're also uh, offering for two bucks, essentially. Uh, any returning or new subscribers for, and they get what, like a month just for two month. bucks or something yeah. like that. So it's a great, great deal. Two bucks for hell for in, in that month, you could binge all of the important things that you need Disney plus for. Mm, I mean, you could get Mandalorian <laughs> done. You can like, if you really buckle down that $2 can get you all of what Disney's offering. <laughs> for, you might need to sign back up later down the line, but you're at least getting that $2 worth. Uh, but, and, and to be fair, with everything that's coming, you that's not a that's like I look at all of my subscriptions pretty regularly and go, all right, which one of these is my getting rid of next month? Mm-hmm. And usually there's a reason for me not to get rid of them. Uh, but I always think about it. Disney has never once crossed my mind, even when I don't watch it often, just because of how excited I how excited I am for future shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I make I up paid- reasons to keep it. I make up <laughs> right, reasons yeah. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I have literally paid money for months like i paid them money to convince myself why i need to keep it for the future <laughs> i should go back and see if there's a shared universe with swiss family robinson Ooh. <laughs> let's bring him over into the mcu <laughs> <laughs> um all right speaking um no has nothing to do i was going to try and tie this next in but i can't there's no way i can do it so let's talk about the x-men animated series yeah, <laughs> we might swiss find family out robinson. oh yeah well, no. you'll find out today uh, but there's rumor of a new animated series, and we talked about this uh, probably a year and a half ago when this first dropped. This the, the rumor of the uh, 
X-Men animated series. But here's the thing. The new rumors don't give you a lot. All you really get is there is a new animated series in the works. And a lot of that had to do with uh, the original rumor had to do with they were scoring it. I believe that's how it got leaked is they were doing the, the music for it. Uh, for a new X-Men animated series. But, na, 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 right, na, na, na. is that because they are bringing the old one back and continuing it, or are they doing, which I would, that was the original rumor. Remember, the mm-hmm. original rumor was they were bringing back the the animated series with the original cast, and the, it was going to be a, a return to form. Uh, but what if it's all, it could be a just a generic Wolverine and the X-Men animated series, Who who cares? Um, mm-hmm. or even better, which I doubt it, but they could be doing the HBO Max route. And remember, we got that new Batman series, the Batman animated series for adult series. Remember mm-hmm. that? that? Yeah. That's set in the, uh-huh. the, the noir kind of 40s look. Hmm. So if this to, is... I'd be interested to see. It might be a continuation because, you know, something on the toy front right now, uh, Hasbro's releasing a ton of uh, X-Men animated series figures. Um, in the you know the typical Marvel Legends uh, you know brand, so those will start hitting you know within the next couple months. So it'd be interesting to see if because it's you know they're doing like the uh, the shading, the cartoon shading and stuff sure. on the figures. So maybe the the last two seasons of that show because I watched it just recent recently were Are real bad. real bad, yeah, real bad. mess. So I, they might be trying to fix that. I heard, I've heard people say that they just they're just going to ignore four and season four and five, and just mm-hmm. act like it picks right up with a brand new season four. <laughs> kind of like Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, or or Halloween, mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, Dexter, or De- well, Dexter. We don't know yet. Uh, yeah, first, I, 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 I enjoyed the showrunners going, but they, but I, but I, as of right now, they didn't really get rid of anything. But it's the know. showrunner that left at the end of season four. I think he's going to continue with Trinity. That's what my theory. Oh, so you think that everything you so you're saying f- so five six was it? What, what's it, it was five Trinity, six Trinity was seven. Four. Yeah, five was the sexual assaults. Six mm-hmm. was the apocalypse killer, and seven was the last season. Right? Yeah, it was the mixture of like three yeah. different. Was the killers. was the 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 gay mobster who was by far my favorite villain and was so <laughs> underutilized, dude? That man was Ray awesome. Stevenson. He That's was Ray Stevenson. so when he left, I was so disappointed because I'm like, this season is going to be great because you the love guy that from dude. Thor. Yeah, this guy from Thor, and he was great, and and then he was, and then it got terrible. <laughs> Sounds like we have a good. new show and on. Then our Hannah. Hands. Then there was Hannah. Then there was Hannah. Then there was Hannah. But yeah, I think the the showrunner for that, not to get off track, but the showrunner. <laughs> Runner is the original showrunner that left at the end of season four. He's back to do this. Look, we've, name- we've been toying around with <laughs> the idea. Hey, hey, Moscow. We've been toying around with the idea of, of allowing comic related, but, but being really lenient on the idea of comic related, because we've been very strict <laughs> about that on this show. I would love to do a Dexter breakdown. There are Dexter comics. There's Dexter books that I love. Dexter's one of my yeah. all-time favorite characters. I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, if you want to hear like breakdowns of non, well, non, a, not <laughs> as comic-y, less comic-y stuff, nerdy stuff. I don't know what to tell. Pop Whatever. Culture. You want to hear other stuff, just put it in the comments. I, I want to hear you talk about, I don't know, Care Bears. Whatever it is. Just let us know. If you Care want to, if you stare. want it, we'll Care Bears stare. Um, oh, did you watch Lock and Key season two? 
I'm watching Lock and Key season two. He opens two. the drawer, and there's a ton of teddy bears in there. I don't know if you saw that. There's a teddy bear key. There's but they, a didn't, bear key. they didn't break out the key, though. That was good. But it was a good season. But, I enjoyed but if, it. If the teddy bear key comes out, that's going to be amazing. Because who who doesn't want a battalion of teddy bears attacking? Uh, all right, Moscow, <laughs> do, do, do we're we on tangents. Yeah, really I, I thought we'd jump right back on the Snowpiercer here and uh, <laughs> talk about a little uh, little show that's coming up called Hawkeye. Uh, I'm so, so excited for now. I'm I'm it's I'm starting to be a little bit more excited for it. Uh, but first and foremost, they they release a new poster. Um, kind of cool. It's got some like ornament looking things on there. Uh, supposed to be kind of set during the holiday well it is set during the holiday we don't know if it's a holiday show oh I'll, it is 100 uh, percent it is so what well, i'm, I'm getting is. the stink eye from uh felix over there are we gonna what? have it's not good it, it's definitely gonna be the holiday it's show. All, i mean we saw from the so they released a poster the from uh the matt fraction and in, in aja um uh run <laughs> is this is gonna literally... be a diehard debate too or it already is. Oh no no! I got I got a new here here. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a wrench in your debate right here. No no! I would rather be in a world where Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Unfortunately, it isn't. Uh, but regardless of that that, regardless um, of that that, re- along with the, that, I'm gonna do something that's gonna piss a lot of people off, and I'm willing to have this argument. I'm gonna decorate my house for Christmas to watch Hawkeye. I'm going to get my tree up before I hit the play on Hawkeye. You know why? Because enjoying Thanksgiving and decorating for Christmas aren't mutually exclusive. One does not make you enjoy the other one less. You can still enjoy turkey with a Christmas tree up. Fight me on that one. I'm not going to fight you. I'm not going to fight you. That would take the show too long. There's just I, I, there's a bunch of people who are already annoyed that I was like I'm gonna put my tree up soon. They're like why? And I'm like because I if I'm gonna put all that work, I want more than a month out of it. Hey, there there <laughs> are some very strange you know Thanksgiving uh, rituals or whatever you want to call it. I'm not even gonna. Well, I will mention what mine is. I always watch the Human Centipede on Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Before what? After, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before or after you eat. Well, it's it's got to happen after, right? <laughs> I'm just checking. I'm just checking because this is pretty sadistic as it is. Because <laughs> you know what happens after they eat. Um, anyway, <laughs> wow. So, some first reports are coming in about Hawkeye. The some of the reviews and everything is sounding really good. Uh, first two episodes have been released to a few different people in media. Don't understand why we didn't get ours, but uh, you know. I want to find, I have a quote here from somebody, you know, they're just basically, this is a Brandon Davis. Uh, Some people may follow him on Twitter. Guys got like a couple hundred thousand followers. So this is completely legit. Um, But basically says opens on a really cool sequence that is super rewarding for longtime MCU fans. I loved it. Haley Steinfeld is great. Uh, Energized. She's an energized Kate Bishop. Uh, Great new addition who hits the mark. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. Oh yeah, good, good Hits one there. It's the mark. Got both it. both first episodes uh, are, have a runtime of about uh, forty minutes. So on par, nice. I'm into it. It's gonna I be like great. It. Like a good meaty show. I like a meaty show like that. I like, I like a meaty movie. Cop. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. I'm I'm excited for this. This looks. I mean, I, I I doubt it's gonna top anybody's MCU TV show list, but it might be something you find yourself rewatching come uh, come December. My hey, uh, because of Die Hard, this is see, this is why I like living in a world where Die Hard's a Christmas movie, although it's not, because uh, I get to watch Iron Man three and Batman Returns now <laughs> and Shazam. <laughs> so because of the Die Hard rules, I get those. <laughs> 
there was a long period of time where I watched Batman Returns on Christmas. I enjoyed watching it on Christmas. Smart move. Because of how much stuff's going on in it. It's more Christmas Christmassy than, than Die Hard is. But anyway, what were you saying, Mashka? There's a new sequel to Home Alone. Oh, that it just came terrible. out. It looks Home, home Sweet <laughs> Home Alone. God, looks doing, there something, you go. doing something real different with looks that. Looks terrible. All right, her good. <laughs> Take us to a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah. So we got some. Uh, we got a, a, an announcement. Like, well, not a date, but like a time of the year. Uh, we're doing second quarter for Andor. Mm. which is the uh, new series, if you're not familiar, um, which is Diego Luna, who I love. Was outstanding. Narcos Mexico, uh, season one and two. He's outstanding. Um, But he's going to be playing, uh, reprising his role of Cassian Andor, uh, which you all might know from Rogue One, a Star Wars story, which is my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I almost agree with that. I'm going to say top, ooh, I want to say top three, but probably top five. Definitely top uh, five. We don't have to get into the Star Wars list thing, but like, the, the, I'll just say the reason I put it up there is because it feels like the old Star Wars, but it's new. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's Completely why agree. I like it. Um, but anyway, yeah, so while you're waiting for Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian Season 3, which are going to be early, uh, Book of Boba Fett is coming out like this yeah, we'll fall. That, and we'll then, have that soon, right? And then, yeah, and then Mandalorian Season 3 is probably going to be spring, and then by the end of the year of next year, you'll be able to watch Andor, which takes place uh, five years before Rogue One, mm-hmm. which is really interesting for me because I really loved Rebels, and Rebels leads up to uh, Rogue One. So there could be some crossover with some characters. If you're familiar with Rebels, you might we might bump into some really cool characters, people. Even more than that, this, this show, and I have a feeling a lot of that Disney slate, is is to retcon and make the last trilogy good. I think right. a lot of yeah. what you're going to get in the next bunch of shows is things explaining like how the em- emperor built the fleet that he did, and you're gonna you're gonna start getting answers to questions. So apparently Snoke's going to be in this. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis is reprising his role as Snoke to make Snoke cool, like Mandalorian did, because Mandalorian with a throwaway line all of a sudden made 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 Metaclorians and Snoke pretty cool. So well, cooler. <laughs> One of the things that the, the newer trilogy didn't do well, and this is documented, is it didn't build its world uh, like the previous trilogies. And so what you're going to get with uh, these other shows, they're going to fill in context and build the world better. And I'm super excited about it, especially for what's going to come out of that show. And then also the when, if we eventually get a date on the uh, Obi-Wan show, which I can't right. wait for. Let me, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to just hit some quick points for, for TV news, just to get them out of the way that we'll jump into movies. Uh, so real fast, we got a, our first kind of tease for um, what's his name? Uh, Groundhawk for for the boys so we know we got boys season three coming around that's gonna be killer man well we we got a couple of new characters that were introduced we've seen so we got our tease for the g-men which is the spinoff movie and and groundhawk is essentially wolverine but instead of having claws he has two hammers for hands uh and people have to feed him and stuff and it's 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 very funny um but we also got uh, the the crimson countess who is kind of a throwaway (laughs) villain but she's like a she she's like like a she manipulates heat and like fire that's this, that, this is Lori holden's I, redemption i love show. their i love their vaught meta advertising that's oh, going fantastic. on like uh, it's almost Genius. almost as good as deadpool movies like oh. it's really good work mm-hmm. they, they, they took notes from deadpool um <laughs> yeah and then totally. uh some of the um uh who was it somebody who worked on the the movie for the new hellboy reboot we're talking about like other mediums that they wanted to get into, and they've been kicking around mm-hmm. the idea of a TV show. 
So, and I think that's actually perfect for Hellboy. I think yeah, Hellboy should be a TV show. I feel like that is the ultimate medium for a character like that. Because mm-hmm. there's just so, like, remember talking, like, I didn't think either of the movies were that great. They're both very, they're a lot of fun and they're 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 great for what they are, but I would not put them very high up on my comic book movie list. Uh, but talking to someone like Maurer, who's into, uh, who's into Hellboy, and finding out that both of the movies are two halves to one piece. Like, the original story mm-hmm. is essentially the first movie that we got and the second reboot movie is all the same story, just cut up in different ways. That's a better TV show. Like if you needed yeah, those two yeah. movies to tell that story, that's a better TV show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, keeping in the same vein, Lucifer got that treatment. Why? Why couldn't you give give it to Hellboy? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, the person you're talking about is the president of Millennial or Millennium Media, so the you know head guy of the the production company. The other couple points that he also talked about, they're looking to do a Rambo show. So Rambo, Meh. Rambo, uh, Expendables, and uh, Fallen. Oh, I'd, love, I'd love to see an Expendables show. That'd be great. Eh. As long as it's like, you know. You're not going to get the cast that makes you excited. Like, the only reason to see Expendables is because you get to watch all of your favorite action stars together just goofing off. Because that's I do not want to see those dudes in anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, they are well, old. I, Definitely don't want to see them in a TV show, and they yeah. definitely wouldn't get cast in a TV show. So that means you're just getting no, like, there's no names I'd bet you for that. You, but it doesn't matter. You don't want to see maybe Wesley Snipes reprise his role. I don't think Wesley Snipes would reprise reprise his role for an Expendables TV show. That's well, what I mean. Is the Expendables movies are an excuse for all of the world's best action stars to get together and not and it's like it's like Ocean's Eleven. Like, remember they did the Ocean series? It was literally just so the actors could get together and goof off. I feel like Expendables is that for action stars. <laughs> that and Fast and the Furious. Hey, easy. <laughs> easy. Which I'm on that chain. I love it now. See? Um, all right. So for the last bit of news, Power Rangers is moving over to Netflix. This is a baby Huey story, but he couldn't make it today because he got his booster and his flu shot at the same time and thought he was Superman and <laughs> somehow was going to be able to record. So uh, I'm not going to do this justice because I don't have the 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 love of, of Power Rangers that he does. But for those of you who do, the, the next season, the 29th season, is going to be a Netflix show. And from what I understand, uh, the... Uh, Power Rangers on Netflix have been a pretty dr- pretty huge driving force and uh, since the birth of Netflix streaming. Like, mm-hmm. they've been available and a key part for a long, 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 long time. So it would be interesting to see if those movie... Uh, remember we talked about this before, that the Hasbro wanted to do a Power Rangers movie and TV show series that intermingled? Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if that landed on Netflix. Because I could see like the the show being Netflix exclusive, the movie then being in theaters for like a month and a half, and then jumping into uh, Netflix exclusive immediately. Yeah. I think Netflix is they're willing to do something at least once, <laughs> and if it doesn't pan out, they just cut it. They so. they want a franchise more than they want what mm-hmm. HB look H Warner Brothers has DC, Disney has Marvel, uh, a- Amazon has done an amazing job with the boys and mm-hmm. and um, Invincible. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. and they and they don't have anything and they really 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 want something <laughs> really badly <laughs> um all right so Mashko, take me to the movies what's going on let's all go to the lobby let's no um yeah some <laughs> quick uh, <laughs> gotta chuckle that's that's all that matters uh quick eternals note uh just some uh opening weekend numbers and actually 
I believe these, yeah. So opening weekend did 71 million. That's a little, that's down from their projections. I think they projected 80. Um, they're currently sitting at 80. So that's about 10 days in since release. Or let me take that back, six days since release. Uh, worldwide, they're sitting at 170 million. So what it's do we say? It's pandemic good. It's yeah, pandemic I mean, good. We said the budget was 200 million. So I mean, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll make, make that money. back. Yeah. It'll make enough to warrant a sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, just from a story standpoint, they kind of have to. No, they don't. No? No, they can make an Avengers movie be the sequel for that. Honestly, mm. you could make Fantastic Four be the sequel for that. Well, I'll tell you what. They are actually talking about the sequel. At least the uh, the screenwriter is. Yep. And, uh Not only is the screenwriter talking about it, but he pretty much just said what we said during our, our review for mm-hmm. Eternals. <laughs> we literally said the same thing. Which, yeah. which was... That Galactus is coming, that this is all leading to a showdown of cosmic proportions between two cosmic gods, which uh, 100% in, and that's exactly what we said before, because now you've got Galactus with a a true purpose in the MCU, opposed to just having a generic hunger to feed on on planets. Now, he literally is cosmic birth control, keeping the population of of Celestials at bay. Boom. Look at that. (laughs) <laughs> Urshim the judge is going to come back to judge the planet when he does. Guess who's showing up to eat the planet at the same time? <laughs> Boom. Funny. It's funny how that interview happened after the show. Was this, was this, uh, <laughs> what's, what's this guy's name? Person's name? Uh, Kaz. My Firpo? phone. Someone tap my phone. Um, hey, you never right. know. What, what He's else? getting ideas from the fireside, huh? Uh, possibly. What else has happened in Moscow? Uh, Blade. So I, I hear, I hear maybe he was in the movie. Is is that it? Or, or did the you voice? still not see Eternals? No, I saw it. I saw it. I oh, saw it. That's to um, say, I can't have two hours on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw it. Um, it the my quick synopsis uh, it was all right. I enjoyed good. it. It was a movie. Something that it was a good movie. It's a good yeah. movie. Um, Am I like the biggest Eternals fan now with posters on my wall? No, no. But was but is Ursham the judge very exciting? Yes. <laughs> Had some had some cool things going on, but obviously the coolest thing was the voice at the end, where I'm pretty sure I heard you guys didn't immediately know who it was. You guys thought it was Nick Fury, um, which I did not think that. But okay. oh, I said our group thought that, and I kept they saying did. no, it was not. And mm-hmm. but, but yet I had no idea who it was. It was yeah, I, crazy. I heard that. I immediately went to the web, and we found out that it was actually uh, Mahersha Ali, who is Blade. Blade 2.0. Um, Blade 2.0. Um, I was looking for that little uh, that transition when I was talking about Wesley Snipes earlier, and we could have made it happen, but you kind of you kind of kept going on your tangent. Um, you can't stop these tangents. I'm the I juggernaut know. of tangents. You just got to let me go and get out of the way, bro. The juggernaut. <laughs> how about the rhino? Was that? Were you trying to do a Sinister Six thing there? Was that are you uh, more so Black into- Panther? But we'll get there. Oh, oh um, Battle Rhinos, gotcha. But, but I have to keep kind of going with this. Um, it was really his first interview talking about the role, um, and he basically, you know, said, "Hey, this this was actually really tough for him to do. It was only what a line, two lines." Which but, is funny because he did this to himself. <laughs> like he called Marvel and said, "I want this to happen." They went, "Cool." Right. But, you know, think about it from a standpoint of an actor, you know, he, he was looking for, you know, what's, what's his motivation, you know, what's, what are the choices he needs to make as an actor? And, you know, he's really just talking into a microphone at that point. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't know how he feels. I think he said something about like putting on shoes and, 
Or no, that was on a different podcast I was listening to earlier. He might not even have the full script of Blade yet. Exactly. Like he know. doesn't know like what his personality really is yet. And that was kind of the first sign. Or, what it uh, sounds like is he was yeah. overthinking a recording session where he can record the line in like 40 different ways. <laughs> yeah. Like he could have given it to the, the the writer and director in any which way that they would have wanted. And they could have picked and choose from, from a, a litany of different performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, hey, so, sounds like he's in his head a little bit for. Hey, when you have think, a two-time Oscar winner, uh, oh, hundred percent, like a, a lot of money's you, riding on this guy. Look, if 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 he called and said he wanted to 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 to, to do a guest spot on our show, I I would I I would ask you all to quit your jobs to make sure you were available to do that recording. <laughs> I understand why Kevin Feige did what he did. I understand why he's like, yes, we will make a Blade movie. We will fit it into the universe somehow. I would love to know how much Blade was actually a part of the conversations before Mashallah Lee called them. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see uh, that Blade movie and when it comes out, but it well, might actually then, get and, pushed back, right? And well, maybe Wesley Snipes gave his love though. That's nice. He did but, give yeah. his love, yeah, on Twitter. Everything might get pushed back, maybe because of possibly. Uh, yeah, so Black Panther two is in a little bit of a uh, little bit of hot water because of uh, Letitia Wright, um, she who played Shuri. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but she is. Uh, vehemently against getting vaccinated um and they've been able to kind of work around that but the problem is is that she hurt herself while on set and flew back to london uh to get better and they are now currently shooting all the scenes that she's not a part of uh but uh, there are travel restrictions for unvaccinated uh people coming in and out of the united states and she left to go to london and Mm -hmm. she has to now come back to shoot in georgia um, so I don't know how much sway Disney has, but I have a feeling they're going to have to pony up some real cash to get somebody to, to violate some mandates to, to get her back <laughs> on to, uh, get her back on to set to keep this movie going. Because if the movie, if the movie gets pushed back too much, depending on what it sets up and how it sets things up, mm-hmm. it, that could be a, it could be pretty catastrophic. So it's, it's interesting to see that the, how, how much they're working around, um, how much they're working around her inju- injuries and her, un- her not you know not being vaccinated and not being able to to fly. I'm with all of the mandates and stuff we're seeing. I'm surprised. It's it's shocking mm-hmm. that it's gotten to this point. Yeah. So yeah, there's we that. won't get into the, the heavy heavy details of that, but yeah, it's it's. Yeah. Hey, hey, yep, it is what it is. Maybe maybe we'll get it soon. Maybe maybe we won't. <laughs> and if she's not, and I put it this way: if uh, Shuri should be the second Black Panther, but uh, there's a lot of rumor that it's not. That's it's true. A lot of rumor that um, who's the new Black Panther? That it's gonna be uh, Mbaku. Mm-hmm. Mbaku's the new Black Panther, and I will put money. That's all because of her tweets. <laughs> I I will put money. I believe strongly. That mm-hmm. she was absolutely going to be the next Black Panther until all of this the the pandemic stuff happened. Now all this Mbaku stuff's coming out. Yeah. yeah. So there's Co- that. Uh- yeah. There's a couple other you know notes off of the the set. You know, with it being uh, we said it was in Georgia, a lot of paparazzi around. They're getting a lot of these behind the scenes shots. I know we months back we saw Julie Louis Dreyfus uh, on one of the sets. I forget exactly what one. Uh, but we saw a picture of her. Same thing happened with um, Black Panther. So 
Lake Bell, if you're familiar with her, she does a lot of uh, love her. Yeah, a lot of a lot of different movies. Um, also heavy into voice acting. Um, played uh, Black Widow in the What If series. Games. Um, yeah, games. Every I'm trying to remember the one movie that it's it's escaping me. But she was seen on set, and then also uh, WWE's Becky Lynch. Uh, was also seen on there. Uh, now these are actual photos that we've uh, seen, and uh, it's them. <laughs> it's definitely them. Uh, so pretty All interesting. Right. I want to get to some uh, Avengers, Spider-Man, PlayStation news. So I'm going to rattle off some movie news just to get these out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, we got our No Way Home first actual look at Green Goblin based on that poster. I'm sure at this point everybody's seen that. It's made its rounds on the web. Um, and we also found out that the tone, according to uh, Tom Holland, is going to be very dark uh, and very sad. He also said that it's going to connect three generations uh, of villains and then double down on the fact that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are not in the movie. And he had the greatest line where he said, they, th- everyone doesn't believe me, but they're going to believe me soon. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a good line. I don't, I don't believe you, but that's a good line. Um, and then Baby Huey told you last week or on the Wednesday show that he had a really good uh, theory that I agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to throw it in here. Uh, the black and gold Spider-Man suit that looks cool and it looks like it was a redone brand new suit is actually the standard suit turned inside out. That's brilliant. <laughs> I know I know that sounds ridiculous it because doesn't. you look at it. When you look at it, you're like, that absolutely looks like a brand new suit. But he went back and he watched the original No Way Home or not No Way Home, Homecoming. Homecoming. And yeah. saw that when that when um uh, Ned was looking over the suit and, t- uh, and trying to hack Tony's stuff. Uh, that the inside of it is black and gold. So the theory is, this is what Huey believes, is that when everyone finds out the Spider-Man quote-unquote murdered Mysterio, that someone's going to throw something onto his suit and he's going to flip it inside out and that's how the suit's going to look the way it is. And it still will be blessed or whatever by Doctor Strange like we saw him do in the What If series. Mm -hmm. So it probably will still will be magic influenced somehow. But the reason that it looks the way it looks is just because it's turned inside out, which is awesome. It's a really great... It's a really great theory. Um, all right, That's... so throw away Henry Cavill news. He wants to play Captain Britain. No shit. That would be cool. I think he would be a great Captain Britain. And Captain Thumbs Britain, up. Of course are... he'll want to play something. Come on. Yeah, I, w- I would want him to play Sentry, to mm. be honest. I would want him to play a Superman knockoff. <laughs> Put him in the end. Like, I want him to be Hyperion. Uh, but... If Captain Britain is uh, Marvel's way to connect to British readers back when they were first uh, branching outside of the U.S., and the Captain Britain Corps is a, an entire multiversal team, uh, and you can pull in Captain Peggy Carter into that and make her part of the Captain Britain Corps and bring in Henry Cavill that way. So that would be kind of cool. Uh, he also said that he's not done playing Superman, uh, that beside, despite what you've heard, the quote-unquote cape is still hanging in my closet, which is a line he said before. <laughs> Uh, and I don't think he's going to go anywhere as, as Superman, especially with J- Dwayne the Rock Johnson wanting so bad to fight him on screen as Black Adam. Um, so yeah, that's the thing that's still happening. You, you did a wonderful job tying all those stories together. That was that was good. I, I'm here for you. Uh, and then um, Mr. Hergood, we were talking about earlier about how uh, the Kevin Feige movies uh, for Star Wars could tie into Eternals. So how <laughs> like how would that how would that work 
Do I? Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, the obvious choice uh, in all of this is someone who just made a really, really awesome space movie. <laughs> uh, so Chloe Zhao, um, that you guys are familiar with, who just directed Eternals and also won an Academy Award, um, is possibly rumored to um, be working on maybe a Star Wars uh, show. Um, Star Wars movie, I, a trilogy. I, mm. a, a movie, yeah, a trilogy, yeah. So like, uh, maybe the next trilogy is going to be uh, a baby of hers. Now, are we comfortable with this? Do we feel good about this? After what Eternals, think absolutely. I think yeah, she I, think could, she, I, I think she could kill it. Well, what we've learned from Kevin Feige is he's really good when it comes to shared continuities and comes to crafting cinematic universes. And uh, all he has to really do is get the story beats together. Now, somebody are, else writes it. Are these going to be the same stories that uh, Patty Jenkins was attached to or something no, completely that different? Was, that was the Rogue Squadron movie that got canceled. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that could be cool. All right, let's get into Avengers on PlayStation. And we not only did we get our first look, this has happened like day after like three days in a row we got like a quick little like like we saw his the top of spider-man's head and his feet with a box over top of it that got leaked online and then we got the official look of spider-man in the avengers game with an image uh and then that awesome trailer dropped so so her good do you play avengers okay so i have this is my history real brief i played the beta and i had a problem with the motion uh, effects in the game and it made me sick to my stomach so I deleted the game then they updated came out with the game and they created a way of turning all the motion blur off and I came back to the game I bought the game I own the game on PlayStation I've played probably the first like three quarters of the first storyline you know the one with Kamala Khan mm-hmm. and the Hulk together and I'm enjoying it but like you said earlier when we weren't on uh, the show when we were just talking you were saying that once you play through the story stuff, the game can get repetitive. I'm not to that point yet. I'm not to the point where now the game's repetitive, so I'll have to see. But I do play a gargantuan amount of online games that have this very similar loop, gameplay loop that you do over yeah, and over again. But and I enjoy like, that. You're I like enjoy somebody loops. who just started watching Lost. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right, right. It doesn't have right. to wait weeks at a time right. and months at a time to figure out what the hell a flash sideways is. You know what I mean? Like, you get to enjoy uh, the main game, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, and Black Panther, where most of us had to wait months, <laughs> years for some of that stuff. And it was abysmal in between. I know, but, but I'm also somebody who plays on a regular basis games like Mortal Kombat and Injustice 2, where you just await the next character release and when it comes yeah, out you're, but there's it's you know, different those games ba- are still based on skill it's based on fighting other people this is a co-op grinding game that does not have that same kind of power right. and you don't and, and we're in mortal Kombat, you can at least see the the work that you're putting in as your character's outfit and stuff changes like there's progression that you can see in avengers that does not happen it's just yeah, a number kinda, on the that's screen one thing that's really flawed about the game they don't let the cosmetics let I don't even care the cosmetics. that the cosmetics change. Like I, I, I think they have to make money on that game long term because they did not think this game through. They assumed that <laughs> Avengers was enough to get people to keep playing this, and then found out quickly that it's not. Like you no. still need a strong core game for it to be valuable in the long run. So they started giving everything away for free. 
right? That's remember every character was supposed to be ten to fifteen bucks per release. So Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, and that was supposed to be a lot of money for them. But they gave it away for free because everyone was pissed because the story's over so quick that you're like, I gotta just do stand on another colored block for the next two months. This is stupid. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Destiny season, season one, like the, or the original Destiny game. Like there was just not enough content. You drew through the story, you were done, and then you were like waiting for the next thing, you know, for months. A one way that you can make repetitive nonsense more entertaining is is a bigger roster. So yeah. have now having Black Panther and Spider Man is a big two ad. Those are big ads, and they mm-hmm. honestly they should they need to stop trying to make every character have a story and just release some characters at this point. You know what I mean? Like just like I apparently we, we talked about this years ago, but there was apparently like Wasp was a pair that was supposed to come in. War Machine was supposed to come in. Those characters don't re- require a full story. Just release them. Just get them in there. Just because yeah, apparently you, they're done and ready to go. They're just waiting for a story release. You did Future Fight. I did uh, Marvel um, Ultimate Alliance uh, Volume 3. And that game has a gigantic organic roster at this point they have fantastic four they released midnight suns like there's so many different characters so i i definitely agree with you on that that i can appreciate like a, a much more vast roster and the game just doesn't have that at this point it needs it well uh, and it spider-man's really a big get like when spider-man's just in the middle of the whole team you're like it just feels right now like the game <laughs> feels more complete with him standing in the roster right um, right right yeah. look we're almost at an hour and Woo. we've been trying our best to get this down to a half hour again, and that's not working at all. And who knows? Maybe it'll just be an hour show later on. But uh, right now, <laughs> it's still we're still shooting for a half hour. So I'm going to wrap this. Menti, do that thing. All right, Menti, I'm going to do that thing. You can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside or your social media choice. Unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Go to Moshko Collects. Buy some stuff to support that man. You can also find our merch over there. Buy yourself a new mask. God only knows where, when and where you'll wear it. But hey, you can have our logo on your face. Uh, if, you, you know, if you've been commenting, liking, sharing, all that stuff goes a long way. And, and I, I know I say this all uh, each show, but it really does mean a whole lot to us. Thank you for everyone who does that. Once again, I'm Menti. <laughs> and I'm Moshko. And if you want our logo on your ass, I could also mm. make some shorts or sweatpants or something that you might want to wear. And this is Felix Hergood. Our logo's on his ass. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Branded, baby. <laughs> uh, all right, deuces. Peace.